eight months. It took me eight months to find a job after college. Back when I was still in school, I thought, oh, well, people tell me it's difficult to get a position after graduating, but I'm different, and I'm going to find a job before I graduate. Graduation came along, and I was still looking like, oh, crap, what am I going to do for the rest of my <laughs> life? Hello everyone, I'm Caspi Bias, and you're listening to the Adulting Podcast. Are you a young professional or a recent college graduate? Having trouble figuring out how to handle adulthood in the quote-unquote real world? Well, look no further. Tune in as I interview guests who have went down the same journey. We'll be sharing our stories, support, and knowledge about how to do everything from finding a job to dealing with taxes. Today's episode, how to find a job. Not having a job for you right after graduation can be stressful, especially now with the coronavirus outbreak. But today we're here to tell you, number one, you're not alone, and number two, what you can do to get a position. Here to chat with me on this topic is my friend and former classmate, Randy Betts. Randy is a TV producer who now works as a story producer on ABC's The Bachelor spinoff series, The Bachelor Presents, Listen to Your Heart. Hi, Randy. Hi, Caspi. <laughs> All right. So for those who don't know, Randy was able to find her first job in the media industry, whereas I entered the working world through corporate America. Randy, what was your first position coming out of school and how did you get the job? I was offered a job to work as a local production assistant for a home renovation show in Atlanta, Georgia. And the show was premiering on Fox. So I thought this was a cool opportunity and it was either take a hold of this new opportunity that I did not see coming or go to LA, find a place to live, find a job that's willing to hire me, work in the mailroom and work my way up. So because I had a position or an opportunity come to me, I took it. So I went to Atlanta and I worked in the field. I'm grateful that you know, I stepped out on faith and did something that I didn't necessarily see myself doing. I think it's important for me to also say that that um, opportunity that I was offered, it's because I was serving, I was doing a community service, um, being a tour guide at Syracuse when they first opened their studios. And while I was serving, I met an executive producer. We had a great conversation and I got his information. And I stayed in contact with him. And he said, out of all the students he met that day, I was the only one who stayed in contact with him. And he was the person whose show I ended up working on when I graduated. So making those personal connections with people and continuing to follow up with them. Absolutely. I would tell anybody to nurture your relationships. Be the person who is genuine, who is honest, who makes an effort to connect it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. And if they know you right. and they know the way you work, they will be willing to offer you opportunities. There were definitely moments though that I did not have a job, maybe as, as long as two months. So typically I'm working like three to four months at a time on a show. And by the end of the show, someone would turn around and ask me, hey, do you have another show lined up after this? And I would say no. And then they would suggest me 
for another show and I would hop on the next show. So it was really like a roller coaster. It was like, oh crap, I'm an adult. This is what it means to be an adult. Do you have to figure it out? Yes, I definitely agree. No matter the industry, for me, my first quote unquote job was an internship opportunity, a well-paid internship opportunity in corporate America with the Fortune 500 company. It was that corporate communications opportunity that allowed me to get my foot in the door. But when trying to find a job, I didn't find one right away. It, it came off as a slow start, you know, eight months. It took me eight months to find a job after college. Back when I was still in school, I thought, oh, well, people tell me it's difficult to get a position after graduating, but I'm different. I've got all these new and big connections, and I'm going to find a job before I graduate. So graduation came along, and I was still looking like, oh, crap, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? <laughs> Being interested in communications, I actually went out to L.A. for a little while, tried to find a job out there first, but it was difficult. L.A. is expensive. Yes, um, it is, honey. Eventually, funds were running low, and I had to make a difficult decision of moving back in with my parents. And there's no shame in that. For those who are listening, it is what it is. And yeah, lots of tears, lots of rejection. Even certain members of my family, not to put them out there or anything, but yeah, they would come up to me at birthday parties and cookouts asking, Oh, didn't you want to go into communications, TV? Don't you have a job yet? And I just felt bad from getting Sorry. comments like that. So I reached out to different organizations I was a part of. And one of those organizations was actually a program called Inroads. For those who don't know, Inroads helps students of diverse backgrounds find jobs within corporate America. So I learned to not only be open to all opportunities, but also Everything happens for a reason. You may wonder if you're ever going to get a job, but in time, your opportunity will come to you. Like you said, it's hard to deal with the rejection. I did have a time after I got married that I kind of stepped away from the job force for like I turned down like three great opportunities only because I was trying to get a balance in my life and really work on being a wife. So then when I had to jump back into the industry, there were no jobs. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, is it me? Am I not good enough? Like you go down that, that dark hole, yeah, yeah. pull yourself out. You're like, no, actually, let me remember all of the times I was hired and you know, the good things that were said, let me look back at the material. Let me continue to create material. But I think definitely sometimes we can be our own worst enemy and we have to get out of our own way do what we were put on this earth to, to do and know that opportunity will come. Randy, let's leave the audience with final tidbits or advice on how they can find a job, whether they're trying to break into corporate, whether they're trying to break into TV, any field. Stay in contact with people every week. Like I would either make a coffee date with a producer who I knew could probably connect me to someone else I would talk with my friends who were in the, in the industry, trying to see what they were doing and what opportunities were coming about. But you hustle. You just don't sit around and say, oh, you know, I don't have an opportunity. You get out there, you apply, you ask questions, you make cold calls. Exactly. You can't just sit in the house and apply on LinkedIn and Indeed.com. Like you, you got to actually go out and talk to people. Make sure you are developing your portfolio. For me... 
I have my own motion graphics and video production company, and it started back when I was in college. Professors and students would hear all about it, and when I left school, those same professors were letting me know about different freelance opportunities, and when the time came to interview with Corporate America, they were really impressed with all the videos I created. That really helped me to get that paid internship and that first official job afterward. I do believe in getting a mentor or mentors. And I think that if you cannot connect with somebody in person, that picking up a book and learning about, you know, their journey, their successes and their failures is extremely insightful because it reminds you that you're not alone. I remember reading about Shonda Rhimes and she said after she graduated, like top in her class from USC, she didn't have a job for maybe like a year or something. It was a long time that she was just like crying in her car. And now mm -hmm. we all know she has several TV shows and is owning ABC. So it feels good to be able to relate to somebody like that, to understand that you're not alone online. Use your resources, masterclasses.com. Right, right. Facebook groups, going to online networking events, connecting with people afterward on LinkedIn, having informational interviews on Zoom. Also, I think this is just a general tip. When you go out for opportunities and it doesn't work in your favor, just understand that that opportunity was never for you in the first place. I like to subscribe to uh, rejection is God's protection. So I believe that when someone tells me no, it's for my protection. And I'm more willing to accept the no with a good heart. And on the flip side, when they say yes, I know it's for me and I'm ready to show up and show out. But I just think that so many of us can be hurt by rejection, but we have to see the bigger picture and understand that there's protection in that. And I just need to move on to the next opportunity because that one is still waiting for me and no one else can take it from me. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you again, Randy, for joining in on this conversation today and offering your advice on finding a job. And thank you, audience. Tune in next time for upcoming episodes of the Adulting Podcast. I'm Caspi Bias. See you next time.